Welcome to another episode of the Coaching Business Podcast with Max Torno and Nikita Gunkowicz. As a coach, consultant, expert, or agency, it is your responsibility to make sure your business grows and thrives constantly. Especially in times like these, it's becoming more and more important to listen to mentors who not only provide you with the right know-how, but who also make sure you can execute the right steps to increase your revenue and scale. Max Torno and Nikita Gunkowicz have shown hundreds of clients how to build and scale successful six and seven seven-figure online coaching, consulting, or agency businesses. And in this very podcast, you will learn their secrets to higher profits, happier clients, and achieving more freedom. All right. Welcome back to another episode. Max Torno here. In this episode, I want to talk about, are you scared about making your first hire as an online coach, consultant, or service provider? You know, maybe you should grow your business, uh, you know, you should start delegating things, but something in your mind makes you scared. And there's a couple points that are often coming up and uh, I want to discuss those to really kind of alleviate the fear of you and to really tell you that, quite frankly, hiring your first team member is the start of an era where the fun really, really sets in in your business. It is not as difficult as you think it is. It's not as complicated as you think it is. Hiring your first couple team members is actually pretty straightforward once you know how and even if you do mess it up, there's still ways to fix that without any bigger issues. So the first thing I want to talk about here is that most employees, especially the first couple ones, are actually going to pay themselves if you do it right. What are some right things? Well, first off, the position that you're going to be hiring for should either be a position that will directly pay itself, meaning maybe, for example, you're hiring someone who does lead generation for you. Therefore, the leads that they're going to bring in are inevitably, hopefully, going to pay for their own salary. Or this is somebody who indirectly pays for their own salary, meaning this is a general assistant who helps you with some of the menial tasks, some of the paperwork that then frees up more time for you to actually be continuously making sales. And therefore, the extra money that comes in does pay for them. So, be aware that if you do it right, you're not even going to lose money by hiring someone. Later on, if you have 20, 30 employees, maybe you want to hire someone for something specific that does not directly correlate with higher income. For example, maybe you hire someone who does the social media posting for you or you know a videographer and so on and so forth. For that, it's more indirectly related uh, to you generating more income. But especially in the beginning, you can really see that effect kicking in uh, pretty nicely. So what do I mean by that? Well, let's say, for example, you're charging 2,000, 1,000, 3,000 per client, right? $3,000 or euros per client, which I hope you do. If not, then you have a whole, a whole array of other problems. But let's say, for example, the first person that you hire actually takes over some of your lead generation, right? You've been doing organic lead generation so far. You've been messaging people on LinkedIn, reaching out to people uh, on Facebook or wherever, or maybe you're even just taking orders of people that are coming to you. If you start delegating that um, and you're paying someone, let's say, let's even be conservative. Let's say you're paying them $3,000 a month as an entry-level position. Are you really telling me that someone who works eight hours a day, Monday through Friday, five days a week, four weeks per month on only doing lead generation, are you telling me that they will not result in at least one to two new closes for you, which then in turn are going to pay off their entire salary? Most likely they will. 
If not, then again, you have whole other issues because your pricing is off or whole other issues because you don't know how to sail yet. Sell yet, not sail. Well, maybe sailing would also be nice. Um, but you get my point, right? And this is the beautiful thing about such things. You don't need to worry because these people are paying themselves. And you're not even calculating in the lifetime value of our clients. So maybe your, uh, your new team member, your new employee is resulting in two closes per month when they start in March, you know. And then later on this year, these people that have been closed in March, you know, three, four months later, they get upsold for an even more expensive program. And then they get, they buy, they buy again, not for 3K, but for 6K. And then a couple of months later, they buy again a premium product off you for multiple five figures. So now this very employee has, has literally paid their whole yearly salary just from acquiring one client. So you should not have to worry about, oh my God, I'm going to have to pay, I'm going to have to pay them. Because ultimately, if you do it right, and if you don't know how to do it right, you can ask us for help. But if you do it right, these people pay themselves, especially in the beginning. The other thing is, what I really, really love about the fun side <clears throat> that I mentioned earlier is, you will notice something very strange, and that is when you're not in the office or not at your computer, things still progress, right? Maybe you're sleeping in, or maybe you have to, you know, go on an errand. Maybe you have to meet your mom because it's Mother's Day. <clears throat> you're going to come back from that, and you're like, oh, my God, th th things have progressed. Like, I was gone, and things have actually happened. And, all, of course, this effect is going to be amplified when you have, I think, at my stage, I think we have 21 or 22 full-time employees. This is beautiful. I can be anywhere in the world. I can do anything. I can be in a different time zone. There's always things that progress, and that's really, really beautiful to see. And that will ultimately kind of take that fear away of like, oh my God, oh my God, what do I have to do? But more beautifully, it will almost make you freak out because it feels too good to be true. But more on that later. The other fear that a lot of people have is like, oh my God, what do I do if, if things don't go so well um, and I can't pay their salary? Well, a couple of things. Number one, if you do it right, this is something that we help our seven figure clients with, especially when they make their first hire. Um, if you do it well, then you're not just going to head over heels, hire an entire team and hire five, six people at the same time. Please don't do that because that could then mean that you're going to have troubles with cash flow. That that can absolutely be a possibility because maybe if you hire five, six people at the same time, now you're extremely busy. You can't focus on generating cash. And now because you're running back and forth between hiring and managing and training people because you're not prepared properly. What we usually say is we scale in a very safe and lean way. So you're hiring one person after the other and really making sure you have the structure set up in your company first before you sit someone down that then you know steers that structure that you've built that controls that structure that you've built, right? So this is key that, that you don't scale too fast. And that will then also help you with literally saying, okay, hey, look, if there really is something that makes you generate la less cash flow, you can still just sit down and fire that person. As harsh as that sounds, but that's the risk any employee has that the company has to lay them off. This happens all the time. And I know maybe when you grew up, you were, you know, self-talking to yourself. And when I'm going to be a boss, I'm never going to fire someone. This is unfortunately the real world, all right? People get fired all the time. And especially if you, A, can't pay them because the cash flow is just not there. It's not even your fault if you look at it objectively. But also, B, if they just don't perform at the level that they have to perform. And this is something you will inevitably experience. I, I can guarantee you you will have to fire people sooner or later, and it's fine. This is one of these first times in everybody's life that might hurt, but you have to do it, right? 
especially because in the beginning you might not possess the people understanding yet to really see to really distinguish a good candidate from a bad candidate and you might just hire a, a wrong candidate despite all the red flags that are there or despite them actually doing well in the beginning maybe there's a black swan event that makes that employee into a worse employee and then they're not performing anymore and then you have to let them go that's okay especially in the beginning that's going to happen and again the sooner you kind of make peace with the idea of like yes i'm gonna fire someone the better that is don't try to disney fairy tale yourself into like i'm never gonna fire someone i have this utopian company where we're all gonna be best friends and every friday we all dance around in a circle holding hands wake up this is the real world okay and you're gonna have to fire people and if you hire someone and then it turns out it was a wrong decision whether that's for cash flow reasons or for performance reasons is fine you're gonna have to do the right thing and it happens and ideally it should not be taken personally and it shouldn't also be communicated in a personal manner that it's that it's for personal reasons it's it's for professional reasons and that's totally fine like i said employees have that risk just like you also have the risk of not being able to pay them right but again if you do things right it's extremely highly unlikely that that person that you've hired is not paying themselves because for pricing reasons for training reasons and so on and so forth the next fear point that i want to talk about here is that a lot of experts out there think oh if i hire someone and that train them they're just going to leave and do their own thing and then they're going to be my competitors and la-di-da. This is usually a fairly overreactive fear. This is not going to happen if, again, you do it right. You see, it's a common theme. You have to do things right. What we're doing is we only hire specific uh, personality types. We don't hire the type of personality types that likes to think for themselves. We don't hire the type of personality type that wants to go out there and be their own boss, especially in a in a business like mine especially in the beginner business that we have where we help people build their own freedom businesses from scratch. You don't want a bunch of people who come to us and like, yeah, I'm gonna work for that company, learn everything for free, and then, you know, I'll, I'll go off and I'll do my own thing. You can see that very easily in their personality type and also in an interview if you feel a little closer and you really make sure uh, to ask them deeply rooted questions where you can really see what their actual intention is. We have templates for such interviews um, for our clients. If you are a client of ours, you have that template probably you have access to, if not ask us, where you can really see, okay, if I follow these these questions in that template, uh, I can really make sure that this, this client is not going to plan to do their own thing. And to be honest, I've had that. I've had that in the past where people left because they said, hey, I wanna do my own thing. They never left to do a competing business, which is okay. But ultimately, it can still happen. And because this has happened to me, I know exactly what the pitfalls are you need to look out for in the hiring process and so on and so forth. But ultimately, this is a very, very rare thing to happen if, again, you do things right. And again, that's the risk. That's okay. And to be honest, you probably know how difficult it is in your specific niche to get the business running, to do it properly. Don't underestimate yourself you know how difficult it was for you in the beginning and what mindset issues you have to overcome. Having someone copy kind of like the surface level, especially if someone comes in later when things are already running, is extremely difficult. And I've seen this with a lot of old employees <clears throat> that I've seen how easy it is for me at my level because I have the brand, I have the branding, I have the copywriting, I have the sales team. And then they think, oh, th this, is, this is easy, I could do that. And then they left and then they actually messed up big time. Not that I wish that for them, but that has happened a lot of times. So I want to take that fear away from you to really 
you don't have to think that these people are going to quit and do their own thing. You just hire according to their personality type and you really make sure that um, that you know who you're dealing with in an interview. And last but not least, I would also say it's a matter of training because if you train these people right and if you focus on structures and not employees when it comes to the focus of your business, what happens is you'll actually only train people to do a specific thing. Right? If you hire someone now to do the lead generation for you, that person probably doesn't know how to close these people. They won't learn the thing. They won't learn a thing about sales. They won't learn a thing about positioning, marketing. They will just learn how to target people on that platform that you're using, how to message them, and how to make them sign up for a call. That is it. So you know, of course, you should give your employees a little bit of a context within the company where their position is and what's happening. But ultimately, you don't have to worry, again, if you do the hiring properly, that this person is now going to take away and steal all your secrets and do their own thing. This is a very paranoid idea. And it's extremely unlikely to ever happen in a meaningful way where they're actually causing damage to you. Extremely unlikely. After working with hundreds of clients that we've helping, that, we, that we've been helping with scaling the businesses, I've never seen that that, that someone from their team left and then became their competitor or anything like that. It's extremely unlikely to happen. So, by the way, if you haven't done so yet, before I get to the last point, if you haven't done so yet, give this uh, podcast episode a five star review. Give this podcast a five star review if you really feel we deserve the five stars. I would obviously very much appreciate it. We very rarely ask about. Uh, giving ratings or reviews because quite frankly, I always forget it. I just remembered it. So please do so. (laughs) It would help us uh, help us spread the word. Uh, To summarize, you see a lot of these fears are not rooted in reality. They're just rooted because, well, you're scared and you don't have a lot of experience with it, which I totally understand. But bottom line, if you do it right, you don't have to worry. And how to do it right you have to know what to do. We've been doing this hundreds of times. I've been hiring, firing people left and right for almost 10 years now. I know exactly how to ask questions in an interview. I know exactly who to target uh, to see that there's a job opening position. I know exactly how to train these people and so on and so forth. My team and I have done this, like I said, hundreds of times before. If you want to know the exact steps you need to take in order to make your first hire, when to make your first hire, whether or not your business is ready for the first hire, how to train that first hire, how to manage them, then simply book a free consultation call with us over at sevenfigurebusiness.com. It's all written together, sevenfigurebusiness.com forward slash call. You book a free consulting call there via an application. You fill out the application, takes you two minutes to fill that out. And then you can book the exact date and time where you want us to call you. And like I said, then we'll look at your business and then we'll look at how exactly you can scale your online coaching, consulting, or agency offer via making your first hire. We'll be very happy to help you out with that. Other than that, I want to thank you very much for listening and talk to you soon. You like what you've heard today? Then remember, only listening to a podcast does absolutely nothing unless you implement these learnings. Do you want to know if you're a good fit to be working together with Max and his team? Then go to maxtorno.com slash call and apply for a free consultation call. On this 30-minute free consultation, you will be told what exact steps you need to take in order to either start your own online business or scale your existing online business. You will be talking directly to an expert, and together with them, you will be learning how you should position yourself, what prices you should ideally charge, and how you can reach your target audience in the most effective and scalable way. Please remember one important thing. Your online business is not just going to scale itself. You need a mentor who has been there and done it already. A mentor who has helped hundreds of people all around the world not only get to their first six figures, but also scale to consistent seven figures a year. 
You want to know if you're a good fit for this? Then secure your free consultation call now under MaxTorno.com call.